I'm Kevin O'Coin. And I'm Brian Ackley. This is Life in the Rough, the podcast. Warm tidings to you, Brian. Dude, and you as well. I'll tell you, my house is very warm. It's about 70 degrees because I've got a fire going because it was cold as shit outside uh, last night. And I left that. Well, it's still kind of cold out. My computer says 39 degrees right now. That's a little Did bit. Did you brisk. get snow? Uh, I mean, it was technically like snowing when I let Piper outside last night, but I mean, it didn't accumulate to anything. But oh, when yeah. I woke we got up, the... like an inch. Oh, I figured. I saw the news. I saw. And they were like, and all those people up in New York. I was like, I know one of them fuckers. And your area, your color on the wheel um, didn't look as friendly as the color I had over on the, the map. So Definitely a little bit of a blue band stretched across the capital region of New York. They said uh, it's going to be great for uh, skiers and snowboarders, though. I'm so, saying. I'm getting excited. So as a skier, I've got to ask you, or snowboarder, yeah. sorry. Um, they were saying on the news, they were like, oh, well. It's going to be great. Um, they're going to be able to make all this snow. And I yeah. was like, wouldn't it be better if they just like it snowed? Like is is regular 100%. snow better than snow that they're just cooking up in the crock pot? 100%. Yeah. So I don't know why you'd lead with that it, on the news. Be like, So the entire reason they do it is so that they have more snow as a base. So the snow just lasts longer. All right. I, so I'm they're trying to maximize the amount of snow. It's not like they make snow on all the trails either. Like there's like certain trails that have like the snow making machines and then other ones are just like natural snow. And yes, natural snow is a million times better. Fake snow is almost like. It's like if snow was kind of like sand. But not quite. I don't know. It's hard to explain. It sucks. It's not it's not nearly as good, but it's like it makes the. Riding on fake snow is better than not being able to ride at all. You know, I mean, I hear it. Playing on aerated greens is better than not being able to play and, at all. Dude, that's a perfect example. Very good extrapolation of right. snow making, Brian. That okay. was nice. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, let's fucking get into it then. I'm oh, maybe we're going to become life in the powder for the winter. Let's go. No, that doesn't sound good. Life in the powder? You're not trying. Oh, yeah, that could well, be. A, well, yeah. it could be reference for drug use. We could definitely retain prize a few new types of clientele but like life on the slopes not. Life i'm not on a the big slopes. i'm not a big skier i well i don't or, take you as a winter guy brian you're inside in the fire first of all how do you think i'm cutting this wood and stacking this wood? i'm outside i've got a big fluffy winter hat i've got uh, i've got life in the rough hat i've got great i guess but i just don't take you as a guy that loves winter I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd prefer there to not be snow on the ground so I could golf if it wasn't here. How about this? I'm fine with snow. No, I'm not. I, I just don't want it. Snow prevents you from going places. It makes the road slick. And it. I just, I'm fine with not going where I live in Marlboro. Clearly I'm fine with like being out there. Um, but it prevents me from golfing and I'm just going to keep it real. Um, I'm going to be a little bit vulnerable right now, but I'll tell you, there are times where my legs, when I'm on the skis, like, I'm like, shit, baby, knees, please don't give out. Don't give out on this turn. Daddy needs his hamstring. Like, like let's stay together for one. Like, I'm just like, think about all my different body parts that could just. See, I wouldn't have even guessed that you have skied. So I have actually, I, I would say that I'm pretty fucking good. Um, I've probably been in my life total, like, Definitely under 10 times. Okay. But 
I like I had no problem going out to uh, Colorado and skiing there. I hadn't skied in like 10 years in between. Yeah. And I got right out there and, you know, I might be doing some, you know, going from one side of the other down the mountain to keep my yeah. speed down and whatnot. But uh, for the most part, I was able to pick it back up like riding a bike. Now, there were parts where I, I'd like fall and I'd be like, shit, like uh, forgetting like the simple things. Like I'd turn around and be like, oh, and I start sliding yeah. down the fucking hill. I'm like, oh, don't do that, idiot. Right. Um. But so every time I've gone, I felt like I borrow my cousin John's skis when I go now. Yeah. So I don't have to do the whole big rental hoopla. Um, but when I go, I, you know, I'll do the greens, I'll do the blues, and then I don't do the blacks, the black diamonds. Um, you know, I don't, those are not, they're not yeah. for me. They're just, I'm not trying to die, dude. And, um, Dude, I will say that's the nice thing about ski. So skiing versus snowboarding, we're, we're not going to go down a huge rabbit hole here, but skiing is a, if you don't go a lot, but like you want to go like once a year, twice a year, maybe like every couple of years you can go, you can go skiing and like be somewhat serviceable on the mountain. Like skiing isn't the most difficult thing to learn to do. And you can get down most of the trails. Snowboarding is like, once you learn how to snowboard, it's fucking easy. Like I've, I've been snowboarding my whole life. Like it's very, very simple, but learning the basic way of snowboarding is far more difficult than just learn, like learning just to get down the mountain on a snowboard versus learning to just get down the mountain on skis, complete opposites. It's really hard to learn how to snowboard and teach someone how to snowboard. But that's what I think is cool about skiing. I don't want to say everybody can do it because that's not the case, but it's, it's nice that you can do it kind of casually, kind of like how people golf like people golf once or twice a year you can ski once or twice a year so i don't think i don't think i've ever ice skated uh okay but i know that i can rollerblade do you think that i could ice skate yeah i think because you can rollerblade you would probably pick up on it better but i would definitely say i was probably a much better rollerblader because i grew up playing ice hockey okay yeah you know but i, I would say ice skating is harder than rollerblading yeah, yes but and I, not I, do get, I do get what you're saying because if someone was like oh let's all go I mean, none of my friends would be like, Brian, let's go ice skating. But like, say I had friends like that. <laughs> I hope they wouldn't say, hey, you want to go rollerblading? <laughs> and, and say they wanted to do that. I would probably be like, no, because I'm not comfortable doing that. If one of my friends was like, we're going to go skiing this weekend. I'd be like, sure, I'm down. I would preface it as like, all right, you guys go to, I'll meet you at the lodge or I'll meet you at the bottom of the mountain. We'll ride the gondola back up together. I, I'm right. not doing double blacks and all that. But I think that's what's nice about that also with golf. Like you can be in 110 like you can go out there and shoot 110 and have a fun time with your buddies even though you're doing it at a different skill level oh yeah it's 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 simple as like oh like you can go out and play the reds or you can go out and play the blacks like you can go out and ride down at a green circle or you can go out and go down a double black diamond and at the end of the day you're going to start and finish at the same spot so just (laughs) however you want to get there go ahead yeah we're able to tie it back to golf this conversation back to golf that was poetic. I thought it was a good conversation. I mean, I, nice. I like these little conversations we have at the beginning of the podcast just to, uh, you know, get things going before we just jump right yeah, in. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, let's edit that out. I'm Kevin O'Coin. <laughs> and I'm Brian Ackley. <laughs> this is Life in the Rough, the podcast. Um, oh, so it's uh, that time of the year, though, man, where it's cold outside, it's brisk. There's no way. Jack was texting. Jack's an animal. He, uh, 
He's like, hey, man, it might be 50 something degrees next week. And don't get me wrong. That's cool. I'm about it. But like, I don't know, like I'm not trying to use PTO in the middle of November for a, a 50 degree day. Oh, he was talking like during the week. Yeah. A, a work day. A wor- no, I, mean, I get it. Jack's work is on the his office is located at whatever local um, golf facility he is at. But um, right. yeah, no, I was like, I don't know, man. I can't, I can't, I don't think I can do it. But I was able to get out last week. So okay. he had 70 degree weather. Uh, well, I mean, roughly 70 degrees, it, you know, mid sixties. It was real nice. Oh, during the week last week, we're saying. Yeah. Well, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, yes. Our weekend was fine too. Yeah. Our weekend wasn't too bad. I mean, it was um, like somewhat cold up near me, but. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like. I mean, I played golf in a winter hat, so. Yeah, we weren't sweating by any means, but like, you know, we we were getting out there. Um, So I was playing with uh, my buddy Dennis and um, uh, a couple other buddies. Friend of the podcast. Oh, obviously big fan of the podcast. Um, And his buddies Knight and Ronnie. And um, dude, it was pretty, uh, it was pretty tight. So we were doing a two versus two best ball. Um, Where were you playing? Blackledge? Blackledge. We were playing over on the Gilead side. Okay. What and, um, and uh it was it was a tale of two sides, let me tell you that. Um we went out and we could like they couldn't do anything to us on the front. I, I parred the first, Dennis Bogey, I mean Dennis Birdied the second, I parred the third, I parred the fourth, Dennis parred the fifth, he parred the sixth. Uh we ended up with a bogey on seven a bogey on eight and a playing best ball, nine. right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In best ball. We were both playing our own balls. I shot a 44 on the front with two drops. Dennis shot a 42 on the front. I said 44 for me, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Knight shot a 44 on the front and um, Ron had shot a 46 on the front. But so collectively, I wow. think we were up like four. We won the front by like four strokes or something like that. Okay. Oh, you're playing stroke play. Well, it like this is where they confuse the shit out of me too, Cap. So it's best ball, stroke play. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so that, so that's I mean that's how if I was just in a in a four person match, I would just play match play. Like that's how you would play like a two man best ball in your men's club. No, right, and like, right, and it confused me because after six holes. I knew we had won the first six holes. So he's like, um, we're six. So uh, you're up six on us through six. And I was like, oh, okay. That's where your score is. Yeah. And then they were like, no, like that's the difference in scores. And I was like, now I'm fucking confused. Like, cause that was the exact time where like, that would be the, the both. So anyway, right. okay. we, we won, uh, we were doing 10, 10 and 10. We won, we won the front side. And then the backside, we, I mean, I, I, Dan, you're my boy, but he, he knows that he left, he left a lot out there on the back. He, um, I, I went home. Dennis. And, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't not what we wanted. And we did start. All right. Like I parred the par five. I parred the par three. He then parred the par five. I bogeyed that with dropping a shot with taking a drop. So I was pretty oh. pleased about that. Yeah. But, um Knight had a birdie. The number two handicap hole on the course. This guy puts it on in two and puts it to 
I don't know. I said it was three putt territory for him because for the most part, Kev, I, my my short game was was well, my short game yeah. was what it always is. Yeah. And after the first um couple holes, and I'm just draining, or, or if I'm not on the green, I'm chipping up to three or four feet and making the putt. Yeah. If not, I'm leaving it at like seven, eight feet, making the putt. Like there wasn't a putt I didn't miss after like the fifth hole. I looked at Dennis because I had like a three foot putt left that they didn't give me. And I'm out here giving Kev. I'm like giving to the poor. I'm giving uh, like I'm Robin Hood, just throwing shit out at left and right. I'm giving. All right. Yeah. uh, They're they're finishing out. And I was like and we already won the hole. And I'm just looking. I was like, these fucking guys aren't going to give me this. I didn't say that. I just kind of like mouthed it. I went Dude. over and I putted it and it went in. Go ahead. You know, so I love like there's the I don't know, like I feel like everybody's been in that scenario. Like they're just like making every putt and like there's like a putt that doesn't even really matter for the hole. They're like, you're really not gonna give this to me. I love by my favorite line. It, I've heard Brian Baumgartner say, I think it was on an Eric Anders Lang video, and he's like, he like makes the putt. He's like, guys, we're just wasting time out here. <laughs> <laughs> And I love using that line on the course. I think that's just like a great, great line to use in that scenario. So it was, it was really funny. And like Dennis had said on one, one of the putts, he was like, well, it was funny because he gave me a putt and I was like, that's awesome. Dan appreciate it. Like you're my partner, but like, I I appreciate that. Um, They had given it to me as well, but he was like, Hey man, these, uh, you know, you are always saying on the podcast, how good your putting game is. So I need to see you making these. And I was like, no problem. Yeah. So I, so we cruise through the front and I'm just draining everything. Get to the, um, get to the back. I put my tee shot in the bunker, not where you want it. On the um, part five, on ten. Yeah. I, okay. I, I fucking have a shitty shot out. I, oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I, I hit the ball in the rough just next to the bunker. It was super fluffy. Hit a hybrid and it just it popped up. It maybe went okay. like 150 yards. Yeah. Um. And then I hit a, a shot that I thought was great. Hits a tree. Uh, drops down. I'm like 90 yards away from the flag. Um, stick it to like two feet and make the putt for um for par. So that's awesome. Yeah. Well, their his partner Ronnie found a fucking blind squirrel motherfucker he, he he got a birdie on that hole so that didn't really do us any good but he got there in two no he won but he had like a 13 foot one but kev he hit his shot off the tee so fucking far i mean yeah. like he almost made like the corner the corner <laughs> like it was it was insane how far his ball i even said i was like he was at a disadvantage because he was so far down he couldn't even take on the tree like well that's what i was gonna say that's what i think is so cool about that hole is if you are going for it you are just completely blind and just guessing what your line is over the trees to get to the green and i think it's just like a really cool it's like a it's kind of a quirky par five but it's a really cool par five it's very quirky luckily this time of year since there's no leaves on the trees you can see what you're going oh okay yeah but Still, he 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 shot his second shot like thirty yards left of the green, essentially like pin high, chipped on and chipped it, uh, chipped on and putted a uh, one putted for for a birdie. So he played that really nicely. But yeah. this is where I just had to show him up. So on the next yeah. hole, par three, downhill, buck forty five, something like that. Yeah. Um, thereabouts. Yeah, Knight puts his ball on the green. Um, 
me and oh and so does dennis but uh, dennis and knight are both on the green par three me yep. and um me and ron both come up short left just in the in the rough just outside the first cut ron goes first leaves his ball i don't know 10 12 feet it, it wasn't his best effort yeah um, i put my ball to like four feet and i mark it and just stand and i i look over to dennis and i was like he's in three foot territory uh, and then Knight proceeds to hit his first putt. It only goes about six feet. Now he's got about nine feet left. For no, his next putt was probably like six feet. It, like he he made it like halfway to the hole. Yeah. And then he had it like six foot putt for his par, and he missed that. And I was just like, guys, why? Wh- just watch, just watch. And I, you know, I clean up, take the par, take the hole there. Um, that. But the short game was on. I was definitely having some difficulty. I still haven't figured out how to incorporate the new mechanics that George was teaching me with my driver. So that's been a little bit difficult for me. And I've had some, you know, just bad iron shots where I thought I was doing yeah. it right. And I had not where um, did it. What's your miss with the driver right now as you're implementing the new swing? Is it still just like the same or are you kind of like some weird miss with it? Uh, no, it's pretty much still the same. Okay interesting what, um, is, what is like your miss like do you have like a weird new miss that you have like trying to implement this new swing or like with my irons or my drive? Yeah, with anything so with my irons it's not a miss like i'll pull it a little to the left but it'll kind of be like a like it's a straight shot and it's not really like a pull it's more like i'm three four yards offline to the left okay yeah um or i chunk it and it just goes straight um not too far got it okay so um it but dude it feels great um well it doesn't feel great it looks i like when you hit it right it feels great yeah i like the outcome it feels weird you know whenever you change up your swing but um no i'm super pumped to get back over um and have a second lesson uh with george but so anyways they took us on the back um and in terms of overall, we added up. We're actually tied going into 18. I was like, all right, Den. No way. Please. Just, and the set, this is actually pretty funny. Den tees up on um, 17 and he just like tops his ball like right into the shit. And I was like, that's yeah. all right, Den. 18's all you. Like just, just taking him out of the hole. Pressure's not on. Don't even yeah. sweat. Yeah. Um, so we go to uh, 18. Um, I put my tee shot, um, on the right. I don't hit it great. I'm on the right hand side. I'm like 190 out, which is not okay. where you want to be at all. I put it in the front bunker. Um, and I was like, oh, yep. Dennis puts his second ball on the green. So we're in great shape. Um, Knight and Ron, I know Knight put his ball on the green. I'm, Ron ended up with a bogey, so I'm I'm thinking Ron got on in three and then two putted, but okay because he he claims he never three putts. He yeah. claims he never three putts. I will tell you, I swear on my mother, he three putted this round. Anyways, okay. moving on from the person who doesn't three putt. Um, I end up in the bunker. Um, Dennis. Oh, I'm sorry. Dennis is short too in the bunker. Dennis chips up out of the bunker. Great shot. He was probably yeah. like six feet from the from the hole so like for his par like all right i'm feeling real confident about that so i say den 
Great shot. I'm sorry that I'm going to have to take the credit away from you here. I pull back, swing, leave the ball to like three and a half, four feet from the hole. Um, it was just such a sick bunker shot. And uh, did you make this one? So, so I, I've got like three and a half feet from my par. Night nails like a 20 footer for fucking birdie, and the match is over. No oh, way. I mean, just talk about like. Uh, oh my god i was so deflated but the second he hit it i just watched it track and i was like yep he did it and it, it yeah. dropped and i me and den both kind of just like you know we shook hands and we just like kind of tapped our balls it, i it didn't go in uh he's like you want me to mark yeah. you for a par i was like no you can give me a five i didn't it didn't yeah. go in but yeah either way um so i went 44 43 shot in 87 den ended up with a 92 Night shot a 38 on the back with two birds to give him an 81. And uh, Ronnie shot a 46 on the back to give him a 92. So 81, 87, a couple 92s. I mean, we're out there. The boys were out there. We're having some fun. There were a couple pickups, uh, not by eye, but a couple pickups out there. Those are for those. That's yeah, that's that's fall golf, baby. That's fun. Well, that's awesome, man. Was that the only round you? Or I'm assuming it's the only round you played this week, right? Yeah, that was. Yeah. So that was Friday. Now it's all coming back to me. So that was Friday for Veterans Day. Uh, we yeah. were able to get out, and then Courtney and I went up to New Hampshire for the weekend. Nice. Um, so yeah, that was a blast. We just where in New Hampshire you go? We went to um, Nashua. Okay. Last time I said it, I was like Nassau, and somebody. Uh, Tim Plun yeah. just texted me. He's like, bro, it's not the Bahamas. I was like, well, yeah. it's spelled the fucking same. All right. So maybe it is. No, no there's an uh, H. Yeah. It's yeah. It's spelled the same. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, no. So we went up there. It was nice. Um, got some great food um, and uh, got back here Sunday for some football. I won all three of my leagues right now. I'm, I'm looking good towards the season. Well, in one of them, I'm five and five, but I have the most points. I've scored the most points in the league. I've also had the most points scored against me. So that sucks. But we're yeah. going to make a push. We're going to make a push. How's your week, buddy? Uh, my week was pretty good. Um, I actually, I've, now that we're talking about fantasy, now you got me all stressed out because I have, uh, I'm in two leagues. My redraft league, I'm in second place. My keeper league, I'm just doing very bad. So I, I think it's about time to sell. So I'm going to start looking into uh, oh some options for that. Maybe looking to pick up some draft picks, maybe trade some serious capital away from the end of the season that I don't really need. Uh, maybe maybe just uh, try to get some picks. But anyway, um, decent week. I played nine holes with the Pats at Town of Colony. Town of Colony, we're winding down. Season, so I can't log handicap scores. I haven't been able yeah, to log So this was the last, the last score I was able to log and it rose my handicap to an 11. So we're going okay. into the winter with a nice clean number. No clean 11 zero. I haven't 11. even looked at what I closed at. 11.0. I got an email today. Uh, it said, Hey Brian, uh, just so you know, you suck. We recalculated our scores going in oh. the wrong direction. I managed to keep myself in the sixes. 6.9. Is what I closed at. Okay, six niner, a six niner, Which, dude. So this is what I do. I always just play good golf, kind of towards the end of the season, because last season I was a hovering around like a 10, 11, like the whole entire time, and then by, at the end of the fall I played a string of really good golf, got myself down to my low handicap ever, six and a half, and then all this spring my handicap was going up, got as high as maybe like nine or ten or so, 
and then kind of started slowly coming back down and I got myself back into the sixes. I got as low as like a 6.7, but like, it's always like end of summer slash September. That's like, that's my peak right there. That's when the, the swing is well lubricated. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I haven't even looked at that. So six, nine. All right. Um, anyway, played nine with the Pats, Town of Colony. So all the fucking courses, I'm getting emails from all the courses up here, Brian. Everywhere's closing. Uh, most of the courses have closed for the season. Town of Colony has not announced anything about closing for the season yet, but I'm sure it's coming soon. But we played Sunday morning, played nine holes. Um, I was like, I don't even have it. I didn't, I wasn't like paying attention to my own score. And Pat was keeping the score of the match or whatever. So I don't even really know what I shot. I was probably around eight or nine over if I had to guess, but um, it's just, I don't know, man. Like I love playing golf. Like I, I like playing golf after I can't log my handicap anymore. It's just very freeing. Like, yeah. I don't like, I just don't give a, like I went in sweatpants cause it was cold. I wore sweatpants and like my, my golf shoes and I just like a hoodie. Oh boy. The guy's going golfing in sweatpants and a hoodie. Maybe these golf courses are actually emailing you just cause they don't want you showing up looking like, Oh d- a, dude, town of colony. Like, you the- see some weird fucking people playing there. There was so <laughs> this is probably my favorite story from playing at town of colony, but there's this guy, there's two holes that run parallel, but opposite of each other. There's a, like a green electrical box in the middle of them. Yeah. A guy's walking down the whole parallel to us while we're standing on the tee box waiting to tee off. He's wearing middle of summer, wearing jeans and just a sleeveless shirt, carrying his golf bag, just like an absolute, just like, but like he, he's in like the, like one of the groups that plays every Saturday morning. Like he's a good golfer, but just like, I'm like just doesn't look like he's a golfer. He just walks up and there's no trees between these two holes. There's just that little green electrical box. He walks up, drops his bag on the ground, just whips his dick out and pees on the, the green electrical box while, <laughs> while we're standing like 50 yards away, just like laughing at what this guy's wearing. And then like, while it's happening, I can't believe I never brought this up on the podcast. This is like four months ago. And then like me and the patch are looking at each other. We're like, did you see that? Like, did you, is this really happening right now? Mm. And just like, he was like, just like sitting there peeing, but like, obviously not looking over at us, just like purposely avoiding making eye contact with anybody around him. It was the most absurd. I think that's what town ecology is like. Wow. I mean, I've definitely golfed with some, I definitely have some acquaintance acquaintances and some friends um some people are just in the peer group that will whip out their dick anywhere and start urinating um on a golf yeah um it's sometimes wild like it makes me um i i will say it does make me feel kind of good about my bladder sometimes like some people they'll like pee five times on the front nine and i'm like peeing for the first time on like 13 and i've certainly had more bud waters than they have yeah um it but I, I certainly have some friends that just kind of don't care. And they're like, listen, I just look the other way. And it's like, you're on the fringe. Like, it, like it why, is why weird you how your, your stream? I'm shooting. I'm, I'm hitting a club. I shouldn't hear you pissing right now. It is weird how some people will like, I don't know. Like there, there's like certain levels to peeing on the golf course. Some people will just like walk like all the way into the woods. And then you're right. There's people that will just like stand next to their bag in the fairway and just take a piss. It's like, what is happening? Here? Yeah. I know some people who will like, they'll like, like lean on their like push cart 
and and just like angle their dick the other way. And then, I guess we're getting yeah. too graphic here, but then, like it's I've seen people trying to be so creative when pissing when it's like everyone can clearly see what you're doing. You don't think that stream coming out of your the midside of your body isn't going to attract attention from somebody or you looking like you just became paralyzed in a specific way like it right nothing looks Dude, like what if like someone pulls around the corner and like a golf what if like the cart girl comes around the corner you're just you're just oh, pissing no like, come on Catching charges yeah, oh, i'm man. saying that's exactly what i'm saying so yeah um, yeah no i i agree i don't i don't know how we got oh we're starting the story about the guy at town of colony but anyway yeah so they don't care if i'm wearing sweatpants sweatshirt i'll wear whatever i want i was wearing a winter hat it was cold and i was just okay. like I wasn't even necessarily planning on playing. It was Sunday morning. I w- it was supposed to be really cold. So I didn't know what the weather was going to be like. Woke up early. I was like, fuck it. Like, let's, I texted the Pats. Are you guys going to play? They both said, yeah, went over. We played that split sixes game again. Um, on nine, we're walking over to nine and Nelly goes, hey, do you guys want to do um, just one club this whole? Like, you each pick like one club to play the whole with and like, just like play it like that. I'm like, yeah. So like we did that. It was, it was fun. Like we just did it for one hole. But then as we're walking off, we're like talking like how like the season's about to end. Like we not get to play too much. And I made a suggestion like next time we play, we should play where each hole we can only use one club. But you can't use that club again on future holes. Like playing nine, I'm saying like we can't. Oh, I was going to say that. you only got yeah. fucking 14 clubs in the bag. Yes. Yeah. And I said, like, we should do that. Like, it's like, I don't know, especially like in the middle of winter, it's like you're just like getting out to get out kind of thing. And like, you have to use putter one hole and you have to use driver one hole. Mm. Just to like make it just like a old putter, Kev. I'm not, I'm that's, not a, that's exactly what we started back. talking about on the walk to the parking lot. We're like, that was like, oh, I have this like super old putter that like I would never use. Cause I was saying, like, I would be really hesitant to just like full swing my brand new fucking. $300 putter like yeah not I don't want to ruin one. that thing I was like oh I have my old one I'll just crank that who cares oh yeah I, I've, I've got a I've got a bag of misfits it, yeah I, I keep a bag of misfits downstairs I mean there's a two iron in that bag we've got a we've got a whole bunch of random random clubs oh yeah bag. that would be a lot of fun for a uh, um a miscellaneous and like you'd have even something crazier like I mean I guess it, it would be a little bit limited but like you need like seven different brands of clubs in your bag like yeah. legit like you need a hockey stick in there like a uh, shovel now we're, <laughs> now we're getting crazy i mean I, i'm saying I'm but, yeah that's what i mean i have a bag of misfits like i said Kev, was i with you uh, this would have been somewhere in like massachusetts or rhode island and we were golfing and we came across someone who is picking up the cans out of each one of the garbage cans and putting them in a plastic bag it was at Tacoa Country Club okay. for last year, not this year that just it was first year of life in the rough majors. And it was like the guy in front of us was like an 85 year old guy that could barely walk. And he was taking the cans out of the garbage. Yeah, I mean, he was he had he had a lot of cans and I told him I was like, you need to do a loop because we're behind you and you're leaving you're leaving dollars out there, my guy. And uh, I yeah. don't think he did the loop. That's just called bad timing. You know, I mean, that's, yeah, that, that, you can't always time the market. And that guy, unfortunately, learned it the hard way. Yeah. But he yeah. was also playing slow as fuck and also then taking five minutes between each hole to pick the cans out of the garden. I mean, so. 
Yeah, I'm not shaking that guy's hand at the end. No of sympathy. You, just, you, you no. put your hand in 18 different garbage cans today. That was like that idiot basketball player who said like COVID wasn't real. And then he like touched every microphone and then the NBA shut down because everyone got COVID after that. That's actually very similar. <laughs> really solid comparison. Just really good comparisons out of you today, Brian. Um, you know, firing from the hip, Kev. It's just they're coming off the tongue in a great manner today. Butter. Um, going back to the single club idea, do you think that's a cool concept to like use one club and then you lose it for the rest of the round? I, I definitely do. Um, for this time of like, I wouldn't do this in July. Like I wouldn't like have fun doing that, but like this time of year where it's just like, ah, fuck it. No, you'd look like a jackass too, especially if you're right. Like, so would you ever use drive? Would you? You probably wouldn't hit driver, right? Because I, I was, was saying, like, make it a requirement that you have to use driver on a hole and you have to use putter on a hole. Okay. Well, the putter would. But I was also I was thinking about it, and I'm like, would it be? I think the hole that you use driver, you'd have to just select like a short par four. What about we get a wheel? And we put each one of the clubs on it, and then the wheel decides what club yeah. we're on that. That's cool. I, mean, I think there's like an app you can get with that. Uh, yeah, so, I think it's just better than Kev looking at it and be like, oh, I can hit my five iron be perfect twice on this hole. My seven iron would be great for that par three. Mike, like, yeah, leave it no, up. No, I, I agree, but I feel like everybody does the wheel thing. And I'm not saying like I'm gonna like map out what hole what club I'm gonna use on each hole. I'm just gonna like we could randomize it before it doesn't have to be a wheel. We don't have to do it on the course. We could just randomize it. There's okay 14 clubs in your bag. We'll number what each number club is, and then we'll randomize that number to nine holes. I like that. We should have a match next year like that, like a nine-hole match that we do that. I or think even we do that with the guys from Pines and Putts. That would be cool. Um, that would be a cool idea they were already talking to me about winter golf um so you're gonna have to get down here for some of that i've seen them play in the snow those guys are ruthless um they're not scared Um, they're not one they're not ones they're not two to back down no uh, and they've got the equipment to prove it that's true that's they definitely have the equipment to prove it i when they walked into the simulator i didn't know what half the things they were carrying even were never even seen it in my life there were so many plugs I, I was just like, typically when I buy things, there's one plug. It's the one that goes into the wall or like an HDMI or something like that. But like there were cords upon cords. Like they shorted out the fucking computer. They were like, whoops, sorry. Like I'm The sorry. girl that worked there was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? She's <laughs> like, well, I'm just back channeling your feed. So I'm going to get it direct. She's like, I don't think you can do that. He's like, well, I fucking did. So. Can you reset it, please? Uh, no, it was. Um, no, but I, I told him, I was like, listen, get, we'll get down to Shenikasset. That'll be a blast. They're open all winter long. Um, I'll make mm. I'll make Kevin do it. I respect the courses that will open in the middle of winter. There's a course up here that does that, too. And I just like I played there like I think I played there not on Christmas, but like the week of Christmas last year. Yeah, like Shenny doesn't close. So, like, say it's thirty-eight degrees out, they'll have a frost delay until noon or whatever, and then like because people have memberships, so like those yeah. people want to play, and they're old as oh, fuck, yeah. and they'll complain, and 
Like it's just, uh, it's crazy. There aren't that many courses that will do it, but mm -hmm. I, I wonder if it's because, um, Shenikasa is owned by a, the town of Groton that they don't give a fuck. They're like, listen, your, your town employees work, bitch. Yeah, that could be it. I'm also fairly certain, um, what's the course in Coventry? Twin Hills? Yep. Is that what it's called? I think they do that. I think they will open in the middle of winter too. Could be wrong about that, but I don't know. I think I think that's cool because, like, I don't know. Every once in a while, you get a thaw in January, and you're you're ready to go. Oh yeah, and, and I mean, like, you're not the first person to think of it, right? Like, you think you are. You're like, oh shit, I just heard somebody say it might be sixty on Friday or Saturday. Let me look. And Lyman already posted eighty tea times, and there's one more available at two o'clock in the oh, afternoon yeah. on a well, Saturday. You're like, I can't even get nine holes in at that point. There's a huge difference between this time of year and January. Cause this time of year, people just played golf for eight months. They played it in the heat and now it's getting cold. They're like, ah, fuck, no, I want to stay in and I want to watch football. But come January, they've been staying in watching football a little too long, Brian. And they're really excited to get out there. No, and everybody's feeding. Like, Agree. Oh. After your, and that's why I feel like, the virtual golf scratched my itch so well because I, you know, I felt like I didn't have anything else. Well, I had a newborn, but like, I felt like I didn't have any other ways to like get out and golf probably also because I had a newborn. Um, but all I was doing was creating worse habits, a worse swing that George Connor needs to fix, but we're working on it and uh, things are going to be better soon. They're going to be better sooner than later, or they're, they'll be better later too. But my swing will be better later. I'm excited for your swing journey. Oh, I, I can't wait to play golf with you for the first time. Like the next time. I can't wait uh, to play golf with you. So I'm going to do like, I'm going to make it real drastic. So I like my swing will look completely different. I might like change your style. I might not swear. I'll, I'll no, only, no, I'll no, only that's not you. Still, still water. Still. <laughs> I'll listen to not maybe not still water, but still Bud Light, like uncarbonated. Oh, that would be. <laughs> or instead awesome. of spiked seltzers, you should be drinking spiked water. <laughs> yeah, just like I have like six like regular seltzer waters. I'm just like burping up a. Yeah, what'd you get? <gasps> Four there? <gasps> no, it's like right. these people that drink like vodka waters. Like, who are you? Like, what the fuck is that? Uh... I just, I, throw I love fruit water, in it, don't get me wrong, but like, at what point are we just like, Mick, like, are you just trying to get, I, I don't know, the, the water thing, I, I, people swear by it, vodka waters all day, okay, and I guess how's it any different than like a vodka club soda, right, it's just like tonic water, it's just like carbonated, I guess. I mean, yeah, it's really, it is really the same thing, it's just such like a, I don't know. It would be like, can I have a shot of vodka with like 20 of the shitty ice cubes that are going to melt real fast? So I have yeah. vodka with a bunch of water now. Yeah. You think that's it's... how it started? It was like somebody was sipping, sitting on a drink way too long. He, The guy passed out. His wife came to pick him up. She's like, what was he drinking anyway? She throws it back. She was like, wow, that, that was like vodka water. She, boom. Vodka and water. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I drink my whiskey on the rock, so like, I want it. It's kind of like the similar, I guess. I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they, uh, maybe they know more than I do, or obviously but they know more I than just, I do because I've never had that. 
Yeah, I'd just be concerned that like you'd see them like tip the bottle and then like the stopper would go and they'd pour you like one fucking ounce and then the stopper would go back in and then they'd hit the gun and they'd give you like five ounces of water and then you're just like, well, now I've just got this big cup of water that tastes like vodka. And that's not as that's not as delightful as me. Like I like I don't. I don't need to be taking like biggest sips. I could like you know let a wet wet your whistle yeah like what it's basically like very watered down vodka. Like what does that taste like? Rusty tap water? <laughs> like what is that? That just sounds terrible. But what do you mean? It's like from the hose. Right, like at least put it in some Poland Springs or something. I mean, like what's going on? Maybe get some Voss water and vodka. Yeah, I I wonder if this is gonna be a very um, unpopular take. I wonder if we've got soda water listeners out there in the rough. Well, fuck you guys. I don't know. That's because that's stupid. Well, I'm just saying, if you come to my house, if you bring the vodka, I'll have the rest of the ingredients yeah. to make your drink. Yeah, you bring the liquor. I'll bring the mixers. Yeah, we could. Yeah, you know how expensive absolutely. mixers are these days. You imagine just showing up with like three different types of bottled water. I got Poland <laughs> Spring for the vodka. I've got Dasani over here for the whiskey, and then I've got uh, Fiji water for the tequila. Guys, we're gonna get crazy and stay hydrated. Uh, do you want Evian or tap water? Surprise oh. me. God, dude we went out <laughs> i can't believe we we're talking about this but we went out to uh it was julia's birthday last weekend we went out to dinner at, like a nice steakhouse with her family and that was like that's like the first question the waitress asked like do you want sparkling or still water Just pause for like a few seconds and then or we have tap water i'm like i thought still water like was tap water i guess that's just like regular bottled water so it's oh. like you're offering three different types of water like how fucking bougie are these people here? No, I damn it. I knew about there being three waters. I didn't think tap was one of them. I thought still water was tap. I thought it was t- uh still water, bubbly water, or a more expensive water. They don't say it like that, but I just know that we don't want it. Like, well, I think the still water is the more expensive water, and then tap is just tap. I think still water is they're calling it like just like bottled water then i'm gonna be so i need to know so i don't have to go to a restaurant and say i I want the free water i i'm not even gonna drink it i'm gonna maybe have two sips of it while i wait for my beer i i can't say how many times kev i go out to eat uh, i order a water immediately when i sit down and like when i like getting up to pay the check i realize like the the straw is still like the paper is still on the straw yeah yeah. Well, hold on. Let me get a couple sips of this water down. I make water. a point to drink my water when I go out because, like, I always do that too. But now I'm like, I like, I have this shit thing sitting right in front of me. I'm gonna like chug a glass just at the beginning, just so I know I drank some water. Have are you done? Yeah, give me a second. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Excellent water. Is this is this still? It's um watered water. It's water with water. It makes it stronger. Yeah. But like, what happens if you want? So now, now here we go. So my tap water had ice in it. If you get the still water, will they still give you ice? And if so, that ice is definitely tap water, right? Yeah. The, I, yeah. So it's like, now you just got tap water and you're still water. And now what's what? It's a scam. It it's, is a scam. It's a scam. Yeah. It's a scam. I don't know. Uh, I've I've had enough of waxing philosophic on uh, 
different types of water here. But uh, anything else for me, Brian? I, I really enjoyed our conversation this week. Very, uh, very much all over the place in regards to topics. But no, we certainly were. Um, no, I don't have anything else. I um, started looking at a little bit into Augusta. Um, okay. I'm definitely going to be playing TPC Sugarloaf down there, but still have okay. some more stuff to do. And yeah, next week. Oh, next week, our podcast is going to be released on Thanksgiving. That's going to be a treat for you guys. Gobble, gobble. Oh, I keep forgetting. I don't know. I feel like Thanksgiving really snuck up on me this year. I keep forgetting it's next week, but that's everybody driving to your uh, to your family houses, to your meals. Maybe you're doing a little uh, a little twofer. You got dinner at one place, dessert at another. You need a little intermission. Life in the rough has your back, baby. Oh yeah, oh yeah. If you need to vent on your in laws, or if you feel like you did more work than the other person in the kitchen, or if you just really burnt the turkey and you're pissed off at yourself, we're here for you. Maybe your cousin Sarah shouldn't be the one making the mac and cheese anymore. We'll discuss that next week on Life in the Rough. I'm Kevin O'Coy. And I'm Brian Ackley. We appreciate you guys tuning in. This has been Life in the Rough, the podcast. We'll catch you next week. See ya. Peace.